So what did you, you said you went to school for communications originally? Yes. And now you're a math teacher. So yeah, <laughs> not, yeah. That? Now that's, a, a, that's a pretty different path. Yeah, now I'm a substitute math teacher. Um, I messed up because I literally did my degree because I just like to talk to people and <laughs> I was, I went to community college and then transferred and I didn't really like, I didn't really want to invest time. I was lazy and I was like, well, comm studies is easy. <laughs> you picked it. So I picked it because it was easy and, and like whatever. Okay, cool. I could do sales. I could do marketing. I could be a fucking newscaster, like whatever. And so it was like versatility, versatility. Versatility. Okay. Yeah, and diversity and mm, whatever. I got you. But my issue was like being a pro, you know? Mm. So like I graduated and what did I do first? Let me um, ask you that. Where did you go to school? I went to San Jose State University. San Jose State. Yeah, so I was here in Pico Rivera, LA area. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, I just wanted to, well shit, let me add a little thing. Um, so I went to Rio Hondo, did that, but there was a study abroad program and it was in London. And I was like, dude, that'd be crazy. And actually, you remember Montoya? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Montoya had done Spain. Barcelona, Spain, and he was telling me all about it. That's when, like, we're used to talking shit. And um, he had said it's sick and this and that, and, like, that really influenced me because, like, we were, like, really good homies back in the day. Mm. And I was like, cool. So, like, I literally went to the London meeting, and I was like, dude, London's crazy. Like, you know, you have the clock tower, um, you have the Queen and all the art museums and you could drink when you're 18 and like all this shit, you know? <laughs> that was a big sell, don't lie to me. Dude, dog. no, yeah, no, yeah. serio, that was a sell, dude. <laughs> Honestly, like, I could drink whenever I wanted and all that stuff, so. And, um, so yeah, I decided to do that and that was a crazy experience. Went alone, didn't know anybody and yeah, just lived out there three months. Um, went around, Europe is so damn small. Um, Went around there, a few countries. So I guess that, basically, that experience, it just kind of showed me, damn, like, this world's, like, pretty damn big. Mm-hmm. And, like, although I could have went to, like, Cal State LA or, like, Cal State Fullerton, like, somewhere home, like, I just wanted to get out, you know? Yeah, somewhere away from the four, uh, four square miles of Pico. Dude, I know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just decided San Jose State. So I did that, and... Conveniently, my homie Ronnie, he also did London, and he was from San Bernardino, and we both accidentally applied to San Jose State. What do you so, mean accidentally? Yes. How, how, does, how does that happen? So we both went to London, and we were, like, finishing up our, like, transfer credits or whatever. Uh-huh. And then I hit him up, and, like, we're really good friends, lived together for a minute. And um, my hair's froey, huh? Hey, dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... We're talking to each other. We're like, yeah, where are you going to transfer? Where are you going to transfer? And same thing happened. He was like, oh, well, I could go to San Bernardino. But he's like, dude, fuck San Bernardino, dog. It's mountains and, cra- and crackheads. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's that's it, it. That's pretty much it. Yeah, it's yeah. like, I don't want to be here. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Me neither. Like, L.A., whatever. Like, yeah. I loved L.A. and I, I will always love L.A. But, you know, I just wanted to get out. Hey, man, um, there's nothing wrong with wanting to see something else, you know, I, I think that gets a bad rap sometimes is like, 
oh, why would you want to leave? We got the beach, we got the mountains. Like, dude, first of all, I don't even go to the beach. I don't like sand. Yeah. <laughs> and the second of all, it's like, I want to see something else besides like this, you know? So, mm -hmm. so what was your experience like going to, from over here to up north in San Jose State? Over there, man, it was like, it was as if I'd pressed the half speed button. Really? Yeah, because the bay is like super chill. Like, I mean, they smoke as much weed as people in L.A. do, <laughs> but it's, like, slow-paced. I'd say the public transportation's better. It's cleaner air for sure. Like, it's not so, like, nasty. Mm, no, smog um, city. Yeah, it's not smog city. Um, the people are super chill. Of course, they say hella for everything. They say hella? They literally say hella. Oh, it's <laughs> hella sick. Oh, that test was hella hard. Oh, that chick's hella hot. Like, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> that's literally. Uh, what is the adjective? Um, yeah, that's, that's just their thing. Um, but it was, it was a good experience. Being on my own, doing that. Mm -hmm. um, and going to school, definitely partied way too much. <laughs> drank way too much. Forgot a lot of stuff. Didn't... And that's the thing. It's like, I, I did comp studies because it was easy. So I guess... Like, in my subconscious, I was like, well, I could just get B's and get a degree and see what happens instead of being like, hey, cool, I'm going to be a journalist. I'm going to be whatever, a health fucking something or, like, I'm going to be a salesman or, like, whatever. Uh -huh. So it was just super vague. So I kind of played against me. Um, but then after, so that's, like, all the backstory. I love um, it. Keep going. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then after I jumped around, I did I did Target, Target guest services. Oh, and I got fired from Target. <laughs> yeah, dude. That was my first job, boy. Yeah, oh nice. Yeah, not, um, not nice, but I okay. Feel you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. Um so yeah, I had left um the the self-checkout machines. Uh-huh. It was I was all rushed and shit and like pretty new. And um I had to get changed for the machines, and, like, I left the machine unlocked. Oh, so God. someone could have, like, opened it and jacked all the money. Um, so basically, they saw it on camera. The Someone, another manager saw me, blah, 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 blah. So, like, yeah, they fired me. <laughs> <laughs> so they fired me for that shit. And then I was like, okay, well, fuck you guys. Nah. <laughs> um, honest mistake. Okay. Nah. Um, and then I did Walmart e-commerce which was even worse you went to the animigas huh yeah Dang. i went to the different territory i went to the to the crips dude <laughs> i was with the bloods nah and then i went the crips no nah. um that's hilarious uh so i but i did e-commerce and mm. it was all office work and dude if you if you work an office job dude you do you dog for me i just can't no i i, just, I, I am good i can't man i can't be in four walls i i need to see outdoors i need to breathe air i don't want to smell people's farts next to me like <laughs> i just couldn't do it dog. The fluorescent lights all day dude seriously fluorescent lights um whatever so like that was in and out within like two months they told me like yeah gabriel yeah you're not making the performance standards i'm like okay great well it was good knowing you made some chill money and all right <laughs> on to my next job so I was like moving around, moving around, moving around. Um, uh -huh. And then finally decided, okay, cool. I gotta get like kind of serious and- What age was this when you decided you gotta get kind of serious? Um, <clears throat> I think uh, 
23, probably like a few years of trial and error, of course. Mm -hmm. um, I'd say like 26, 26, I was like, okay, cool, let me study my family, immediate family and extended family. They're, they're all like in education some way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. And they always tell me like, okay, cool. You know, a teacher's a good job, you make a difference. You know, the pay's not that good, but summers are off and you can teach whatever you want and you know, this is that and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, all right, fine. So I took a test, failed it, like I said, <laughs> and then passed it. And then, yeah, substitute teaching was a shit. It was moving around different schools. I could take Fridays off whenever I wanted. Um, Living like a doctor. Yeah, just, just trying to live it up, you know? Yeah. And, you know, pay was chill. Um, yeah, it, it kind of met my need of like, okay, cool, I don't want a commitment <laughs> with the job <laughs> like but i need money yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly come on dog i pick up where you're going come on yeah so that went down um and then yeah i just did that for a few years um <clears throat> oh well i mean i might as well i um definitely lost myself and i give you props dog because to make a long story short, well, we have time, but I don't want to get too deep. Um, I, I was doing my thing, subbing and all this stuff, you know, uh -huh. saving money, feeling good, meeting people, you know, like kind of like reinventing myself or whatever. Yeah. And the summers were off of, of summer. Uh, the summers are off for subbing. So I was like, hey, cool. What am I going to do this summer? Like I could have just stood and like saved money and kept it chill. But I was like, no, like. I'm craving something, like I need something or whatever, so. Craving it as, as far as what, like going somewhere, seeing something different, or yeah, what, what do you mean by craving? Just, yeah, like that, but also, like just breaking, breaking the monotony, you know? Mm. Like. Getting out of the routine? Getting that routine, you know, putting the treadmill to new speed, kind of, again, getting out of LA. Yeah. I don't know, dude, like, LA's cool, but it's like annoying too, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I feel you. Um, I, listen, man, I. Don't get me wrong, I love living here, like the weather's great and all that, but there's so much more mm -hmm. out there, you know? There's different lifestyles to see, there's different things. I, I think when you go out and you visit different places, it kind of gives you an appreciation. Like, like you were saying about, before the podcast, Washington, you go and you disconnect for a little bit, mm -hmm. and you come back, you get like a rejuvenation, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. some people need that, I, I need it, you know? A little yeah. recharge. Just like take your battery out, reset that bitch, and, like, and come back, you <laughs> we'll know? Swap them out, get some new triple A's, and exactly. ready to go. Exactly. Yeah, so what were we talking about? So, um, <laughs> I know, right? Um, oh, so I was kind of on a high horse, you know, feeling good doing this. And then, again, like, I, I, I wanted to, like, travel and just do something, like, kind of crazy. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm kind of crazy, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I went to Rio Hondo, and they had a program to teach English abroad. Okay. And I was like, dude, fuck yeah, like, cool, like, I'm gonna check it out. And same thing happened, and I didn't realize it, but whatever, I guess they say hindsight's 2020 or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But with the London meeting, I went to one London meeting, and I was sold, dog. I was like, this is it. I don't care about the exchange rate. I don't care about loans. I don't care, I just gotta go, you know? And maybe it was because I was missing something like inside, you know? Mm -hmm. Maybe I was like searching for something more or maybe just not challenging myself enough. So, you know, 
whatever. You might get into that more. I don't know. <laughs> but so I go. <laughs> I love it. Let's yeah. do it. So I go. I decided to go to Taiwan and teach English. I don't know shit about Taiwan except it's, it's beautiful. It's on the other side of the world. Um, what it, what when you say teaching English, like, what does that look like? Do you go? What, like, where do you go? What do you What do you do? Like, give me that for experience. sure. So. We fly out there, we land, and we're partnered. So Rio Hondo did the whole program. Mm -hmm. And we're partnered with a, like one school in, in Taipei, which is like downtown LA, but okay. in Taiwan. And of course, well, whatever. Taiwan's an island, it's fucking sticky hot and stuff, but it's super beautiful. And I get there, I land, I get there a few days early. Have some fun, maybe too much fun. <laughs> and then like you could drink in the streets there. It's, it's whatever goes over there, It's right? like whatever it's like, yeah. goes. Like, you could drink on the streets. Um, there's hot springs, like natural hot springs. You just take, like, a bus, and, like, you're in a fucking hot spring. And, of course, like, I was the only, like, probably only, like, the only Mexican there. So, like, everywhere I went, everyone was, like, looking at me all weird and shit, and I just, like, smile and wave and stuff. <laughs> They're like, oh. And, like, they come up to me, dude, I'm telling you. Like, they come up to me and, like, want to shake my hand. And I was just like, whoa, like, what? What the fuck's even going on? Like, I, I don't even know what's going on, but whatever. <laughs> so I definitely got lost in my sauce with that because I was teaching, but then I was like not sleeping a lot. I was um, kind of breaking the rules. I don't want to say kind of. I was breaking the rules. I kind of like... How so? What do you mean? Like, so I stood, I slept in the dorm um, uh -oh. on oh. the school, on the school premises. And um, there were strict rules, and like Taiwanese people are very reserved. Like it takes a while for them to open up, mm. and like they're not just like people from LA, like hey, what's up, da, 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 whatever. Um, I guess it depends. But so the coordinator tells us like, hey, cool. Well, there's curfew. You can't leave at this time. School starts at seven. All this stuff, and I literally was like, eh, well. You know, drinking my own ego juice was like, eh, well, you know. That's I'm, for them, the peasants, but I'm with <laughs> I know, right? That's for you, like, other people. Well, I'm different, you know? Mm -hmm. So I started breaking the rules, um, going out late, meeting people, drinking a lot. Um, we, oh, by the way, weed in Taiwan's super illegal. Like, if you have any weed in Taiwan, you'll be in jail for, like, 20 years. No. Yeah. It's that bad over It's there? fucking horrible. Yeah, it's like, so anyway, didn't, never smoked weed. Fuck that. Um, but yeah, I drank a lot, did that, met people. Um, so yeah, just my health started declining. Mm. And, you know, of course, a whole new climate, sticky weather. You're like, you get up in the morning and you like, you shower. Uh -huh. Within like 30 minutes of, of teaching, like, you're sweating. You're drenched, right? You're drenched in sweat. That humid. Yeah, it's that humid. Because it's, I'm, I'm not, I'm an idiot, so it's surrounded by water, right? Like It's okay. surrounded by water. Okay. It's like tropical climate. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's just, you know, my body and mind and everything was just like, they were tripping out, dog. They were like, wait, what, what are you even doing right now? Horrible sleep. Breaking rules. Again, my ego juice getting me. So like, my health was declining. And then that, that happened for like a month. But I guess let me dive deep. So we would... We worked at this school, and it was a sick-ass school. Uh -huh. um, the kids were, like, amazing kids, super eager to learn English. So we go in there and do a lesson 
in English on different topics. So it'd be like food, or California, or or beaches, or um, whatever, whatever we wanted. So that was my question uh, mm -hmm. originally. When you go in, into the schools and the program, you're What's your curriculum? So it's it's that you just pick a topic and then mm -hmm. and then what like yeah just say just start saying words or yeah it was it was pretty free flowing. Um, <clears throat> some teachers did like ask us like hey well this is like history class so could you try and make something like off of like American history or mm. something or like tie it this, in yeah tie it in or whatever. But the issue for me was. I was paired up with this kid to not be named <laughs> if he listens to this podcast. <laughs> no shout-outs no shout yeah, here. No right? shout-outs. Um, <laughs> but this kid was very timid, very scared. Um, like, pretty much, like, he was like a puppy. Mm. And he was, like, I think I was I was 20, maybe 28? I was 28-ish at the time. I thought I knew everything. I didn't know shit, though. <laughs> And I'm leading him. And even the coordinator at Rio Honda was like, hey, you're going to be paired up with X, right? Uh -huh. To not be named. And he's very shy. And he's this and he's that. I'm like, don't worry, I got him, I got him, I got him. So basically, like, I would do all the lesson planning. I would present everything. Like, we'd practice and, like, do all this shit. Uh -huh. And he'd stand in front of the class. And this fucker would be shaking in front of the class. <laughs> Literally shaking. And, like, his eyes would get watery. And he'd, like... Can't talk. And he just, can't talk. Was it like stage fright or? What? It was stage fright, inexperience. Mm. I don't know, whatever. He was young and I don't blame him, whatever. But I definitely felt like <clears throat> I was like his guardian. Mm -hmm. And I didn't go to fucking be a guardian, dude. I went to go <laughs> teach English, have fun, experience a new culture, eat the bombest food, meet people, like, you know, just do whatever, you know? And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I did take the assignment. I did say, hey... Misses whatever, I will help him. So that definitely like affected my flow, I guess. Mm. So that happened for a whole month. And then we ended up moving. So we're in Taipei, which is northern Taiwan. That's their downtown. That's like their downtown, okay. super nice. Um, you know, all that stuff. But for the second half of the trip, we went to, we went to Hualien or some shit like that. <laughs> and right. it's like, bro, it's all the way south on Taiwan. We took a train all the way down like a three hour train ride or something. Jeez. And we get there, dude, you get out and you're literally in a forest. Really? Incredibly beautiful. Like I could wake up there in a hammock and be like, oh, all right, cool, what are we gonna do? You know, like that's how incredible it was. Very, it, the climate's a little bit different. I mean, it, it wasn't as hot because we're on the bottom mm -hmm. and I don't know like whatever wind current, this or that, like it wasn't that hot. Yeah. But a lot of tree coverage, and we taught at this school. Dude, it was a Buddhist school. So these kids were practicing Buddhism and learning, like, learning, like, school stuff, too. Okay. Like, math, English, all that stuff. So <clears throat> this, this organization, I, I won't forget, because they do, like, humanitarian efforts across the world, and they were super dope. And just, like, their, their like minds and hearts and brains, like they're all in the right place. Mm -hmm. Very, very nice, welcoming, like just doing good things for themselves and for the world. And um, they're called the Tsuchi organization or something. Um, so we went to that school and that school was like incredible. Uh -huh. Literally incredible. Like, I don't know, think of like a rich school here in LA. It's like that probably. That was their, uh, 
Beverly Hills or what is yeah. it called? Brentwood or whatever. Exactly. Brentwood? That's like their exactly. That's like their UCLA or like whatever school. Got you. Got you. Um, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> so that's that, and I did that, and that was really cool. But still, again, my health was declining. I thought I was a shit, and I got really sick. Like I literally was in bed, and my body was hurting. My head was hurting. I was losing weight for some reason. I was like losing weight and I was like. So still eating, partying. Still eating, partying. And losing weight. You're living losing the dream. Losing weight. Yeah, right? <laughs> living the Hollywood dream, dog. Go, honestly, like every Hollywood. Nah. Um, yeah, so I was doing that and my health declined so badly, I had to go home. And I went home and super defeated, super lost, and, you know, super depressed. And even. Kind of suicidal, dude. I was thinking in Taiwan, I was like, cool, I, I, I taught at this like big ass building and oh dude, I could just like jump off this building. Like it's like 50 floors, like boom, I'll just land on my head and boom and I'll go and you know, I'm, I'm chill, I have my wallet on me and like, dude, I thought about this shit. Like Dang. I went, yeah, fucking horrible, so, sad shit. Would you say like you lost your identity for, so how long were you doing this in total with going abroad and teaching? So I was there for a month, a month and like two weeks. I left home and then <clears throat> I, I went back like a jackass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that bad. I, I lost my identity. My family and friends told me, don't go back. Like, you just need to heal. You need to chill, like all this stuff. And against, I'm a very stubborn person. Mm. And against everybody's advice and love and all this stuff, I went back and yeah, Cut to, the, cut to the juicy part, it's like, yeah, I just, I was really lost in my own head, in my own mind, and didn't know, like, I lost, like, I lost feeling. Like, when you don't know how to feel anymore, like, that's probably a red flag, yeah. you know? <laughs> like, you don't know what's anger, you don't know what's sadness, you don't know what's happiness, you don't it know what's... It all meshes together. Yeah, it's just like, blah, you know? Um, so, and I will, and I'm giving you a shout out, because I remember, and I will never forget this, I was stuck in my head still, and my brother, Albert, <clears throat> we were going to Fitness 19, mm -hmm. and I had gotten back, and I was like, you know, healing and stuff, and just very, like, down still, like, very down, low energy. Like, I remember, like, I could only hold a conversation for, like, two minutes, and I'd be, f I'd be extremely tired. Really? And fatigued, and I'd go to my room and go to sleep. And I'd sleep, like, 18-hour days. No. Yeah, dude, I was that... That's I was bad. that mentally, I'd say mentally ill. Like, my mental health was shit. My spiritual health was shit. And I remember going back to where I finished 19, my brother was trying to, like, cheer me up and support me. And, like, wonderful brother, thank you. Um, and I saw you at the gym, and I was like, oh, shit. There's Montalongo. There he is, man. And I go up to you, and I'm like, hey, what's up? Or we saw each other, and I was like, hey, what's up? And, like, I was, like, scared to talk to people. I was still in my own head. I was lost in my emotions and shit. And I was like, hey, what's up? You're like, hey, man, what's up? Big old smile. Because I remember you, like, you were always so chill and always very welcoming. And to this day, like, I mean, I'm here for a reason. Um, <laughs> like, because I trust you. Like, you've been chill and cool. And, like, even in high school, dog, you, you weren't a douchebag. Like, you were nice. You were chill. Like, track and field together, football. There you go. There you go. And, yeah, dude, it was just cool. Like, so I remember seeing you and you're like, hey, what's up, dog? And I think I remember, like, saying, like, hey, I, I'm all right, da-da-da, and you're like, are you all right? Like, you asked me, am I all right? Like, are you all right? And I'm like, 
yeah, I'm okay. And you're like, all right then, man. Well, yeah, I'll see you around then. Like, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, no, no, not like that. Yeah, I don't know <clears throat> if that sounds good, but I... No, 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 no. All right, good luck. Later, no. <laughs> good luck with all that, my guy. I'll yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, well, yeah, we hadn't seen each other like in a decade or something. Um, so it was just a hello. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so... Yeah, Taiwan was crazy. I definitely, like, lost my shit, came back. Um, so, yeah, San Jose State, Taiwan. Oh, okay, substitute teaching. I think that's where we were going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just getting your life story, man. I, like I yeah. said, I haven't seen you in a minute. So mm -hmm. you go to school to uh, San Jose State. Mm -hmm. You go to Taiwan, and now you're back over here, and you're trying to find who you are now. So... Yeah. What is that? How did you get on this like health tip? Uh, was it just after that health scare? Like, what was going on that you were? Yeah, actually, besides yeah. the mental, the mental uh, sickness. Yeah, illness? very good question. I, I definitely had to make change, but I didn't want to do it too fast and fail. So it took me a while to heal. Like, I got back and I was here permanently. Mm -hmm. And I'd say it took me like a year, probably a year or so to get back to like feeling okay and like feeling confident to, to go to a bar mm. or meet people or like talk to a chick or like whatever. Um, and yeah, that's when I realized I was like, dude, like, like, like again, I'm, I'm whatever. I don't mean to shit on LA, but dude, like, <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> um, it's just, I just, I just, I'm, I don't know shit, first mm -hmm. of all, I don't know shit. But what I do know is that I think a lot of people, maybe in LA or Hollywood or like whatever, like they're trying to chase something. And like, when you really look at them and when you really study them, like you can see the sadness through their eyes. But you can see like, it's just superficial. Like we we're talking about playing pool. Uh -huh. You were like, yeah, it's, it's hard. Like I first said, it's hard to trust people and make new friends. And you were like, I feel you dog because people only show you their best selves. And like, you want to share things and you want to be open and they don't want to share shit. They just want to be like, oh yeah, well I make hundred K. Oh well, yeah, I fuck bitches. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do this. It's all the highlights, dude. It's, it's like <clears throat> going off of that. It's, it's this Instagram, Twitter culture, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, I was going to ask you, like, in your travels, in your journeys so far, do you think it's only um, found in L.A. that people do that type of thing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, mm -hmm. are searching for something like that here? Or do you, have you seen that in other places that you've been? Mm, I think... I mean, I guess it was. I guess it was also like in the Bay, like San Jose and stuff, because mm -hmm. like Tech Capital and like, you know, Silicon Valley and shit like that. But I don't know. It's like I guess where you're from, y you have more time, and more experiences. You know, mm. like I remember this is a random side note um, on LA, and again, I love LA, yeah. but there's you know there's shit going here, <laughs> shit going on here. Um, but I went to go see the Chemical Brothers, these, these DJs at the Shrine, I mm -hmm. think. And I went alone and um, I was speaking Spanish on the phone with my mom. Uh -huh. And I was speaking Spanish and literally like 10 people around me were like, like staring at me. And I'm speaking Spanish and I look at, I look at them and I'm like, I'm just speaking Spanish, dog. Like, are you afraid of me? <laughs> like, are you <laughs> what's like, what's going on here? What's going, like, 
what's going on? Yeah, and it just gave me like this weird, like it, these bad vibes, like this bad energy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I, get, I, I guess it's everywhere. But you've seen it more, like, let's go back to it. You see, you see, you would say you've seen it more here, right? And yeah. that's kind of, that's kind of true, right? Because you have people from, like, all over. I noticed that most of the people here, especially, like, the entertainment business, aren't even from California. They're from, like, different states, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially when you go, like, deeper towards California. I could, I mean, uh, down, like, L.A., yeah. it's mostly people from different states. Like, I could be wrong. I, I don't want to generalize, but no, it I, seems to be. Uh-huh. No, you're right. It's like, you know, do you want this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, no, you're right. It's like, Can it's, get- yeah, for sure. Um, it's the, it's this, um, I don't want to say illusion, but like, it's kind yeah, it's like this dream that like, oh, you move to Cali and you get famous and again, you fuck bitches and you party and you go to clubs and you eat steak and this and that and then whatever, like you made it, right? Yeah. But yeah, it's like, that's, that's not all it, dog. Like, that's... So at what point in your life are you still, are you still searching for that? Or like, wh- when did it switch up for you where you become, became more health conscious and, mm-hmm. you know, take care of your mental? And yeah. Like, when did it stop for you? So, yeah, I would say for sure that big scare. Um, I was like, well, I'm doing something wrong. Like, my ego, like, ate me alive. And I thought I was a best thing since sliced bread and <laughs> and all this shit and i was like hey cool well i gotta start making better choices <laughs> and it was like um i started i used to go to church as a kid mm-hmm. i used to go right here at saint hillary okay uh catholic church and it was great and i learned a lot and it was i i like church dude it's it's community it's it's just dope. It feels good. You know people. You, you pray together. You cry together. You do all these things together, right? Mm-hmm. Which I think in life, you, could do, you can do it alone. I think a lot of people think they could do it alone, but what's the point of having this blessing we have of life alone, you know? Like, you get bored. You need to share it with people, you know? Mm. So I... Well, I stopped going to church and kind of all that stuff, but I really just started <clears throat> asking God, asking, you know, different saints, asking, well, I started reading. <clears throat> I started reading more and looking into like different cultures and different religions and different things in the world mm-hmm. and trying to find like, okay, what, what vibes with me? What what could I go to and like fall on my knees and cry like a baby and they're not going to judge me or they're not going to whatever. Like they're just going to accept me, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I guess I started with that. I started like, I started just praying a lot and asking God for help and asking even my ancestors, man, like asking my ancestors, like, Hey, like, would you hold my hand? Like, would you, like, show me the way, you know? Can you, like, guide me in these tough times? Because, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Uh-huh. And just trying to be more present. I think that was the biggest thing was when I was in my horrible episode of <clears throat> all that shit, it was mm-hmm. like 
I was always thinking of what happened, what's gonna happen. And my brother told me really good one time, but I'll never forget, he just said, well, you gotta try to be where your feet are. Because if you're where your feet are, then you're in the moment, you know? Here you are. Yeah, here you are. That's right now, like, you're just here. That's it. Um, so I guess like with the spiritual, I started meditating with the spiritual stuff, connecting more with people, being able, I think, I think the biggest thing too is like being able to be alone in silence, you know? That's, no, that's tough, man. That's tough. Because you can, especially like these days, you're so inundated with technology, with apps, with this and that. You could uh, merge yourself in, you know, anything, right? Mm -hmm. You can block out the silence. I think it's good to be, you know, to recharge, like you said, be mm -hmm. in silence. But when you can't do that, I think that's an indicator, red flag, that something's not right, right? Yeah, yeah, 1,000%. So just, just being cool with like me, myself, and I, man. Um, but then with that, like, you know, eating better, trying to work out, um, and yeah, just, just the mental health, man. Like, that's something, I think that's something we're talking about nowadays in the world, but dude, there's a lot of people that are really hurting, man. And I feel for it, like, I have friends or like acquaintances and like I try and reach out to them and say like, hey, you know, I haven't heard from you in a while, like whatever, and like I don't get a response. Yeah. And then they, they text me back like a message that's kind of scary, you know? How so? What do you mean? Like, not like, I don't want to say like a cry for help, but like, you know, I'm feeling down, I feel low energy or like, or, or this one, like there's some people I know that like are taking like antidepressants and that's that's cool like you take whatever you want like yeah. it's not my body whatever but it's like oh shit right here we go dog so <laughs> here we go and we um, go deep around here homeboy yeah it's a, um it's just like because even for me it's like i try and talk about my own life experience only because mm -hmm. i know mental health is a serious fucking issue in this world right and you know, school shootings every week, or, you seems know, like, yeah, it's like, like veterans who fought for the war and they're on the streets, you know? Politicians fucking lying through their teeth and shit, you know? And it's like, bro, our, we are mentally, we're just mentally ill. We have to do things, we have to go outside. Like you said, fluorescent lights in a building, it's like, bro, we used to hunt and gather food and like hunt woolly mammoths and shit and run around and be barefoot and like just do all this shit and it's like bro like the way life is lived at least for most of us right now is just not it's just not in our dna dude going back to technology and like having to scroll on instagram before you go to bed or having to like comment oh well you're wrong and i'm right or like whatever it's like i guess just trying to see that this again like this illusion you know mm -hmm. This illusion, I'm trying to see the illusion and be like, I see you, motherfucker. <laughs> I see you over there. I see you, you're coming up, but no. Fuck off. You're not gonna trick me anymore. I wanna be I wanna be one with myself. I wanna be one with the trees. I wanna be one with the wind. I wanna be one and just understand that we're all connected at the end of the day, you know? 
So, yeah, that was a lot of shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess like all this whole like, I don't know, I, I see health as like a few things. It's like, it's emotional, physical, spiritual, mental, and probably more. But yeah, it's like, I guess I, once I started reading things and seeing things and like listening to other people, you know, I was like, cool, well, I could also heal, you know? I could also like wake up and, and have a routine and be healthy, you know? And you know what? Time. You know, sorry to cut you off, no, but I, uh, like we were talking about before the podcast, uh, I, I think the pandemic in many ways was a blessing in disguise. You know, I wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for, for the pandemic. I'd still be in my other job solely, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think it's cool that I get to talk to people and like, you know, you're telling me your experience and I'm, I'm gonna tell you my experience and we're gonna learn from it too. Mm -hmm. But I think there's also more things that, that tie into it, like bodily health. A lot of people don't, it seems like a lot of people don't take it as seriously as they should. So I, all that to say, like at the, during the pandemic, I really had a heart for people because I grew up a little fat boy dog. <laughs> like I, I got no sleep. I stood up till you know, super late, slept in late, ate bad. I was homeschooled, so I could do all this. Mm -hmm. And uh, never drank any water. Mm -hmm. So I was, I was fat, dude, and I had all kinds of like little health problems here and there. Mm -hmm. Bro, it was so bad that one day we were going to uh, a doctor's appointment with my mom. Uh-huh. And we got stopped by a cop. She was speeding during, down the street. Uh-huh. This fool made it his mission to lean over and look at my mom and say, do you know that he's obese? Like, it was... Oh, <laughs> my god. It was that bad, dude. Bro. Damn. Sad to say, I'm going I'm to tell you right now, yeah. that wasn't the only time that happened. <laughs> to another, another, uh, another doctor's appointment, uh, and the doctor came. You know, we're doing like the exit, and, like eval, whatever. And then mm -hmm. he looked at me. He was like, "Do you know he's overweight?" Like it was bad, dude. That was yeah. deep in the trenches. Uh -huh. So I have a heart for you know people who who struggle with weight because I know what it is. You know, mm -hmm. what I, mean? I know the you don't feel good, and because you don't feel good, you make bad choices, and it's like you're perpetually making this cycle of. Of, you know, making bad choices and, and hurting yourself in the long run. Mm -hmm. So I had wanted to help people by working out. Yeah. And even though like the heart was in the right place, you, I thought like, oh, everybody's gonna come, you know. And I wasn't like, I wanted like I wanted to put people in like, I didn't want to like make my own gym. I yeah. wanted to show people how to do them and then they go and do it, like easy exercises just to get the ball rolling. Because that's half the battle is showing up. Mm -hmm. True. And all that to say is like, I got discouraged when nobody really took it seriously. And at least, I don't know, I felt like a little discouraged that nobody really took that offer of wanting to come and work out. Mm -hmm. I mean, not to say like I was like, oh, I'm going to be the next train personal trainer of the year or anything, but, mm -hmm. you know, like going back to the pandemic, we're having all these things pushed onto us and it's like, dude, how about getting some sleep? How about drinking some water? How about not eating McDonald's and, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, it's like, why do, why do we have to go to this other thing first? But facts. So I, I feel you on the, you know, on the journey of getting to that, that spot, you know? Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's um, 
Yeah, the pandemic was shitty and, you know, RIP to like the people who like died and stuff, but I think it hopefully lit a fire under everyone's ass and was like, okay, cool, well, I could eat McDonald's today and feel like shit and have the shits. Actually, what I call McDonald's is Mickey shits. Because you get the shits, dog. Like, unless you don't get the shits, you're lucky. But, you know, whatever. It's like, cool, I could do that and spend 10 bucks on a meal that's like not nutrient dense at all. It's all carbohydrates. It's just food. It's just nourishment, man. Not even nourishment. It's just. Yeah takes the hunger away yeah it just takes the hunger away and you're hungry later and then like that's it or and i get it like people economics right people can't afford this and people can't afford that i am well aware but if you could go to the market and buy food and cook it and make that time you will save money you will feel better yes you will feel you will feel better you will look better and yeah, and then, I mean, naturally, you could hopefully, like you said, like you were trying to help people, but like, seemed like they didn't want to be helped, you know? Um, yes, long, long story short, that was what I was trying to get to. Sorry uh, if I didn't make that no, clear. No, <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Um, but yeah, it's like, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink it, you know? Yeah, you can't make it drink. Um, but yeah, so interesting. Actually, I kind of forgot about the pandemic. <laughs> uh, I guess it happened so fast. But yeah, I was teaching at LUSD mm -hmm. and I was there doing it and I was like excited and like it was cool. And I remember seeing the headlines like a hundred people dead in Italy or some shit like that. And I was like, okay, what the fuck? What's going on? COVID-19, new strain, this is that. And I keep looking at the news and like, Dude, within like, within three days, all the news, that was it. Um, even the schools shut down. Like the schools are like, okay, cool. Well, let's close the schools down. Two weeks, two weeks. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go, <laughs> two weeks. And I still remember the feeling of being frightened. Like, oh shit, I don't want to get COVID. Like, I might get really sick and like, oh, my parents are older. What if they get COVID? Like yeah. my tias, my tios, like all these people are older <laughs> than me. Like, you know, all this shit. And um, yeah, anyway, it's just health, man. Just health and like. So that was your, it was your uh, eye opener for yeah. take, get, taking better care of yourself. Exactly. It, it was like a perfect storm. Like you said, like a blessing in disguise because right before COVID, I was like super depressed already and all that shit. And then COVID happened, it's like, okay, cool. Well, now everyone's at home, mm -hmm. everything's closed, gyms are closed. Um, it was just like a crazy storm. And it was like, okay, cool. You're gonna get your boat with your people and row it, or you're not gonna row it, you know? Mm. Um, and again, I'm not saying like, you know. What do you, what do you mean by that? I don't, I don't quite understand. What are you gonna get? <sighs> like, are you, are you saying that you're going to find like-minded people? Mm. Yeah, I guess. Wait, what do you mean by that? Yeah, I guess, I guess yeah, I guess you could, you, that's one point is find like-minded people, but it's like, you're going to adapt and you're, or you're going to make change mm -hmm. or you're going to stay the same, you know? I got you. You're going to stay the same. You're going to stay, like you said, you're going to stay obese. You're going to stay sad. 
You're gonna lash out on your loved ones. You're gonna have no energy. You're gonna drink all the time. You're gonna smoke all the time. You're gonna whatever. And you're just gonna, and then 10 years later, you're gonna be like, damn, what have I done? Like, why is this person doing all this stuff and I'm here still, you know? Mm. And yeah, whatever. I guess I'll go back to my personal shit. It's like, yeah, then I started meditating. Um, started eating better, getting sunlight, you know, putting my feet on the ground, like grounding, grounding. Yeah. yeah it's like, it feels really good. And just, just slowing down. I think, I think slowing down and, and, and trying not to be in my head so much, you know, um, it does definitely play a big part, you know, cause I don't know about you, but I am one, like my own worst critic. Mm -hmm. So when you're already in that pool dog and you got a bunch of negativity around you, it, it doesn't help at all. Yeah. Makes you sink faster. It feels like. 1,000%. Um, so how did you get into like look, researching like different waters and what, is, what does it do? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I, I was already kind of like on the health kick, you know, doing vitamins and minerals and sunlight and eating and all this shit. Um, so yeah, just, just from my Instagram, um, someone reached out to me from this like alkaline, alkaline water page mm -hmm. and just say hello, you know, um, and was like, hey, like, have you heard about this water? Um, this, this, that, sharing, sharing information with me, sharing sources. And I was like, like oh, I kind of heard about it, but not really. Yeah. And like, I will say even before, the initial like contact from this person like i never liked fridge water like it's good like trust me i'm grateful to have water dog like yeah. there's a lot of people who don't have any water yeah, yeah yeah and they have no water and they're dying because of it you know yeah, yeah, yeah. or like you think of like flint michigan or whatever like the water is like brown right <laughs> like we're lucky like no I, be grateful of course but like fridge water just tasted nasty i, I go to the watermart right here and like dude the asian guy is so nice Hey, what's up? Da, da, da. We'd always go there, but you know, we'd, we'd kill all that water really fast and like, we have to go refill it and all this shit. And that's the thing about, sorry to no, detract you, but that's the thing about, you know, healthy living, you know, a few years ago, before I was married to my wife, she was my girlfriend at the time. And we, we had decided to go vegan. Mm -hmm. We did it for six months. And honestly, it's like the best I've ever felt, you know, eating like nothing but vegetables and getting your proteins from like different sources mm -hmm. but it's so inconvenient dog like prepping if you don't prep your food and yeah. you try to go out to a restaurant their version of vegan is like a salad yeah it's like nah you need a lot more than that mm -hmm. i mean so go ahead sorry to cut you off no it's cool um so yeah just i guess just being like in the health arena you know it was kind of like another storm coming it was like hey cool well you know what what water am I drinking, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it's purified and, you know, it's better than tap water and stuff. Like, tap water has, like, that, like, whatever taste, you know? Like, you could taste it's, like, kind of funky. Uh -huh. um, and this guy sent me some videos and some information. And, yeah, it's just basically this, like, water ionizer machine. And I'm not a pro. Like I said, I don't know shit, but I do know <laughs> some things. And So what are the things that you do know? Like, how did you... So you knew that you 
it started off what you knew that you didn't like the taste of fridge water. Yeah. So what are like the benefits of ionized water? Cause yeah, it feels like there's so many dang choices these days for mm -hmm. water. It's like, dude, I'm like, all I see right now is people on the liquid death kick. So I'm like, I don't, oh, I don't yeah. know what this is. I don't liquid know. Death, I don't yeah. know. Like, uh -huh. It tastes good, but mm -hmm. so does a candy bar. Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, um, so th this machine's pretty trippy. It basically, it filters the water from like your sink and it moves it through like titanium coated plates and it charges the water with electrons, negative electrons, Okay. which these negative electrons, it's good for your body because at the end of the day, yeah, we're, we're flesh and bone, but we're made up of like, you know, energy, right? Mm. Sound, heat, um, like, like for example, grounding. Grounding, you're on the earth uh -huh. and the earth Gives us, gives, gives us life and our feet are on it and we're like feeling better. Like science has shown grounding gives you benefits, all these different benefits or whatever. Okay. Um, so the water basically gets electrically charged with these electrons. And I was tripping out because like I had tried the water and I was like, okay, cool. It tastes, definitely tastes better than other water, any other water. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, cool. So I got some free water for a while and I, I, kept, I kept learning about it and talking to people about it. Mm -hmm. So I guess more benefits of it. So it's electrically charged. It's micro clustered. So think of like a fence uh -huh. and the water, I guess you could say like normal water, bottled water, water from the water bottle, whatever. Mm -hmm. The molecules are very big. So it has a harder time of actual absorption. Like, have you ever drank like a gallon of water and you're still thirsty? Mm, no. <laughs> maybe, like, maybe not like a gallon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you drink like two cups and you're like, ah, oh, like I'm still thirsty, right? Yeah, when you're, when you're at the point of dehydration already, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Okay, um, I got you. So that, that's another thing about the water is it's micro clustered. So it's like super small clusters and molecules and it penetrates your cells, it penetrates your skin, it penetrates like everything better. So would you say in a way it's like concentrating the water molecules to when your body does absorb it, it like expands more? Is that what you're trying to say? Or am I just... No, 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 yeah, no, exactly. It, okay. it, it concentrates it and your body can actually grab onto them. I got you, okay. And like the fence, the fence analogy, it's like softballs hitting a fence. Well, they're not gonna go through, but mm. these are like, um, golf balls and they can penetrate your cells. I got you. So that's kind of another benefit. Um, and then a, a really, really a huge reason why I got the machine was because of its antioxidants. So antioxidants like, you know, they're in blueberries, they're in veggies, they're in all these things, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, let me talk about what I know about oxidation. Oxidation is like you bite an apple, you leave it out, and the air makes it rusty and old, right? And that's when it starts turning yellow. When exactly. Okay. So it just, the cells start just eating themselves and it gets bad fast. Well, there's oxidation all around us, you know? The, the air we breathe, the food we eat, it's, it's, it's inflammation and oxidation. Mm. And the water has like so many, so, so many antioxidants 
that there's a lot of cases, and look, I'm not a doctor, and I cannot give medical advice. I thought you was, my guy. <laughs> um, but there's been a lot of cases that other holistic doctors and health practitioners and like, not like traditional doctors like at whatever hospital. Kaiser. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I don't wanna name drop, but might as I well. Will. Kaiser, uh, yeah. you. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, Kaiser. Um, Get it together. Well, Ultimate, whatever. Yeah. Um, those doctors wouldn't recommend it or even couldn't recommend it, you know? But it's these, it's these other like holistic doctors or nat that's what you call them, natural naturopaths. Mm -hmm. And they know this water, they test it. And that was something that really got my attention was the, the initial contact of the water, um, you tested it with, with pH drops. So pH, small p, big H, and that's potential hydrogen. So if you go back to school, uh -huh. Oh, I'll go for it. There you go. Oh. go ahead. If you go back to science class or whatever, uh -huh. remember the I'm pH scale. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Um, the pH scale, to the left is acidic, to the right is alkaline, to the middle is neutral. So I test, I didn't test the waters, but I saw a video of people testing waters, Aquafina, Fiji, Core, um, Smart Water, all these different waters, and all of them were acidic. So what does that mean, uh, so, acidic? Like, what does it do to your body if it is? Acidic is like, it just breaks down your body faster. Excuse me. It breaks down your body faster. Um, I think acidity also is like inflammation as well. And I think like, inflammation is horrible. You know, inner inflammation, um, I think a lot of us might be inflamed inside, but just because we don't feel it doesn't mean we're not, you know? Like... It's like, I don't know, something to do with like diseases and sickness, inflammation and acidity is like just bad for you in general. Yeah. Um, so this water with it being electrically charged, it's, it's fresh from your own like, from your own source. Uh-huh. It goes through these plates and it's charged and then it goes through a charcoal filter and it filters, I don't wanna say all of the impurities, but it filters a lot. But it's lot. doing something rather than just drinking, like... Exactly. Because, you know, uh, have you heard about recently, like, the Costco scares? Like, one, get it together, Costco. <laughs> they had the frozen strawberries and blueberries that got recalled because they were carrying or linked to Hep, uh, hep A. Shut up. And I think I ate some of those bad boys, but... Dude, I think gonna... I have some in my freaking fridge. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I'm going to throw yeah. that shit away right and now. Then I... <laughs> no, it was a certain bad certain date, but... If you want to throw it away, go for it. Damn. And then also they had these, uh, the waters that they provide there or sell there. Uh -huh. the, uh, some of them in California specifically, they were contaminated with, uh, with mold. So you oh, open the water shit. bottle and it smells like, uh, like wet dog. Oh, so God. literally like every water, every water bottle that I do drink now, I'm like, I look like I'm sniffing water, but that's exactly what I'm doing. Cause I'm like, man, I don't want to drink this. Yeah. It's like, Damn. I'm not saying they're doing it intentionally, but when you have like mass-produced things like that, like, like yeah, it's you know they're gonna be stored, stored in certain places, and you know some of it's gonna fall through the cracks, you know. Mm -hmm. Remember a long time ago, I used to work for the LA Food Bank, and uh, I used to work with this cat, and he was telling me he was like, don't ever drink water from like Arrowhead, because mm. they just leave it outside in the sun, 
and you also have animals that come and like sleep on the pallets and like pee and poop on it. So it was like you're getting all that stuff. Oh God! Yeah. Contaminating the water too. And I, was uh -huh. like, I didn't believe them, but you know, with the experience I'm I'm seeing now, it's like all right, maybe <laughs> maybe he was onto something. Yeah. Well, yeah. On that same note, it's like <clears throat> you buy these plastic water bottles, and like we all know, plastic's bad for you and the environment. It's not biodegradable. It's gonna be around forever and ever, and or your water that you're putting into your own body, it's made of like trillions of cells. And it's like, our bodies are like very special like things, you know, like mm -hmm. you shouldn't put, like going back to food, like you shouldn't eat McDonald's five times a week, right? Yeah. You eat, you know, eat it a week, sure, once but a week. it's so good. It's so bomb, yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. Um, but yeah, the, we all know plastic's bad for you. Mm -hmm. And you know, just imagine, when was the water put in there, number one? Number two, what environmental conditions has it gone through, right? Exactly. Sunlight, yeah. um, animal shit, animal piss, whatever. And how long has it been sitting around in the warehouse or on a truck? And when do you actually get it to your home and drink it? Right, and then it goes to a Costco or a Rells and it's sitting there for however long because it's not the water that goes that expires but it's the plastic right so that's why it has an expiration date yeah but you don't know the initials pouring in the source right is what you're, what you're saying yeah you don't know the source and i guess one last point on that is like it's dead water right because if you go if you go in nature and like you lay under a waterfall that water is charged that water has like extra electrons, it feels good. I forget what it's called, science, science terms, but it makes you feel better. It's like grounding and, and getting sunlight or going swimming in the ocean or going for a hike or like whatever. Like It's like essentially saying like why they say don't drink like still water if you're out, still water if you're out like hiking and stuff because you have uh, like microscopic uh, bacteria in it and it could be hurt, uh, adverse to your health rather than healthy, right? Actually, yeah, that's actually very true. Yeah. I mean, you have bugs, you have animal shit, you have bacteria. Yeah, you're right, pretty much. Mosquito, larva, whatever you want, whatever. Yeah. Insert it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever, okay, whatever bad shit. Um, so, yeah, so that's kind of a little bit of the water. But I really got the machine because... And RIP to my, my Theo Rick, but he had, out of nowhere, he had stomach cancer, stage oh. four stomach cancer. Sorry to hear me. Thank you, man. Um, but it was one day he had a stomach ache or something, and he goes to the hospital and they say, oh yeah, trip out. You have stage four stomach cancer, asymptomatic, and you have like three months to live. Asymptomatic? Yeah. <laughs> Asymptomatic. Yeah. Like, no, no warning. Yeah, no yet. warning. No blood test told you. And that's my fucking problem with, with these doctors, right? They, they prescribe you meds and there's like 1,000 million side effects. <laughs> and whatever. It's just, the system is just whatever, you know? Yeah. You know, a, a crazy story that I heard that uh, there was this uh, pharmaceutical rep. He actually. After years of being in the being a pharmaceutical rep, he started his own uh, business called uh, Ways to Well, out of out of Texas. Oh, dude, that guy's sick. Yeah, because uh, he was working closely with doctors for years, and essentially it was like these big pharma companies, com companies, companies rather, uh, 
essentially just have these guys taking them, taking doctors out to dates and building relationships with them oh, and then, uh, selling them these pills. Mm -hmm. And I think our current healthcare system, from what he was saying, is each doctor, let's say a Kaiser, has seven minutes to go in and out of the room. Wow. So seven minutes, you're most likely just going to be prescribed like Tylenol or funny story. I hurt my back. Mm -hmm. And then a couple months later, like I started getting wear and tear from compensating. So my neck was hurting oh, shit. and my shoulder and my elbow. Mm -hmm. I go and the doctor's like, all right, you know, they're at the computer. Do you feel this? What's your, you know, what's this? What's this? Yeah. Nothing pertaining to what was going on. So they finally asked me and they're like, oh yeah, what's going on? I was like, well, I'm having, I'm having this neck pain. I'm having this arm pain. They're like, okay. They looked me straight in the face and they said, have you heard of Tiger Bomb? And I was like... You mean the ointment they can buy <laughs> over the <laughs> Yes, I've heard it. So, yeah, go ahead and take that, and we'll schedule you for PT. I was like, man, are you telling me, telling me I spent a copay and half of the day waiting to come see this office, and you're not yeah. even listening to me, first of all, and then are you just going to prescribe me Tylenol yeah. and Tiger Balm? Like, what, what's dude. the point of this, Tra man? Trash, absolutely trash. Yeah, uh, It's so frustrating, and mm -hmm. then that's just for me. I can imagine somebody who has stage four stomach cancer. Like, what? What do you tell? What are you telling these people? Just take Tiger Bomb? Or, yeah, I know, right? It's not simplified like that, but yeah, geez, it feels like it. Mm -hmm. So that happened, and you know, my uncle is very open-minded, and my tia too, and their kids too. Like, they're my cousins, so mm. they were like, you know, doing all these things: vitamin drips. Um, holistic doctor, naturopath medicines, um, all these things, and it, it prolonged his life. Mm. And he has a very, I say he still has, because his spirit's not gone. Mm. His body might be gone, but his spirit's still around, or it's somewhere. Um, but he was a very holy man, very holy, one of the holiest dudes I, I know. And Holy in what way? Like he, he was gonna be a priest, a Catholic priest, mm. but then he met my tia, and they got married and had a family and they adopted like five children and he taught at a Catholic school and then was the, was the um, pianist for the Catholic school for like forever. Mm. So like holy in that way. Okay. Um, knew so, his Bible. So he had a faith. Yeah, he had a faith. Okay. Knew his Bible, A to Z, Z to A, talks about it like mm. blew my mind every time like talking about this, talking about that. Um, and... Yeah, like I, I really think his faith got him. I think he, I think he, was alive for another like year and a few months mm -hmm. when the doctors told him three months. Oh, so yeah, fuck those doctors first of all. <laughs> um, but that that was really a big reason why I got the machine because I saw stories and like this water ionizing machine. It's in it's in hospitals in Japan, mm. and Japan they have very healthy people. Now of course people might say, okay, well. While they have a lot of fish, while they're on an island, yeah. while this, while I'm like, well, yeah, obviously. But they're also active people. They're, they're very active, like, yeah. It, there's a lot they of- They eat good, there's mm -hmm. mostly homemade meals. Like there's a lot of other factors that people don't. There's a lot of factors, which I do agree. But if Japan has these water machines in their hospitals, mm. that probably is telling you something good about the machine, right? Mm. So I end up getting a machine. It's in my kitchen, I've had it for over over half a year now and I've been drinking it and 
I felt better in, I had rotator cuff pain and knee pain for like a year. And I did acupuncture, never did PT, but I did all these different things. Uh -huh. And it would never get better. But after drinking the water for like about a month, month and a half, my rotator cuff pain reduced by like 80% and my knee pain also reduced by like 70%. And the only thing I changed was the water. Mm. So that's you, what I'm saying about- You weren't getting, uh, I mean, sorry to cut you off again, but- No, that's cool. You weren't, were you coupling that with other things like better sleep, better eating, or was it solely just the water change that you noticed the change in the uh, inflammatory response? Well, I will, I will say, you know, like when I got the machine, I was like more health conscious, of course, mm -hmm. but that's the biggest change. Okay. That's the biggest change. That was like, that was me like walking around, like finding $10,000 and like putting it in my pocket, you know, mm. and just doing that like once a week or some shit versus like, yeah, sleep and eating good and like nature and all that stuff is like super essential and vital. But the biggest change was the water and yeah, it, it did help my inflammation and it did help, like, the way I felt it was like, it helped lube my joints up mm. and heal that from inside because, again, going back to oxidation, like, oxidation slowly kills you. Like, I mean, and that, that's the big thing, you know, going back to my Theo Rick, he, he was a healthy dude. He wasn't overweight. He didn't eat like shit. He liked beer. And he just, he'd probably drink a beer, one beer every day, mm -hmm. but that was it. But it's just, we oxidize as human beings, you know? So anyway, there's a bunch of antioxidants in the water. I feel better drinking it. Mm -hmm. um, my dad, he's on his feet all day at work and he's been drinking it and he's like, cool, my feet aren't swollen anymore. My feet don't hurt as much. I'm not over here saying this is a miracle water, yeah. okay? I'm not over here saying this shit cures cancer, mm -hmm. but there's a lot of data and stories and doctors, of course, naturopath doctors, not your doctor at Kaiser or whatever, but there's a lot of information and peer-reviewed journals, right? Like mm -hmm. on my Instagram, can I do a plug? Go ahead, bro. Yeah, my Instagram, Healthy Water Gabe, is just an Instagram, it's not all about water. It's a little bit about my personal life, mm -hmm. but it's just about health. Health, mental, physical, spiritual. Um, I, I just try and like, I don't want to say lead by example. I don't give a fuck about being an influencer. <laughs> I'm just trying to spread truth, yeah. you know? I'm trying to spread truth. And the water's been really good for me and my family. Um, and I guess one more note on the water is like, a lot of the, a lot of the cleaners, right, we use in our home, they're, mm -hmm. they're toxic. Oh yeah, for sure. Fabuloso. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> yeah, fabuloso. If you look at the ingredients, you can't even read them, number one. And there's a reason why it smells so damn strong. It's because it's chemicals. Straight just whatever it is. It's straight booty juice. And it's purple dog. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It's straight booty juice yeah. and hot dog water. <laughs> like, that's it. And it has like alcohol. You know what, dude? Uh, I would say if it wasn't for my wife, I I wouldn't even bat an eye to any of this stuff. McDonald's, McDonald's for sure. But like, <laughs> you know, Fabuloso, uh -huh. you know, every everyday things that we use. Mm -hmm. Look up for me. 
But since uh, she's been on the health kick too, which you know we're talking about before the podcast, like she is the total, total opposite of me, and I think that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like she uh, she opened to my eye, she opened my eyes to a lot of things. So like for example, uh, like we try not to eat things with dyes in them, mm. and people like to this day with all the knowledge and like science that we have to back it up, like mm-hmm. they still continue to eat it eat it and you know use things like fabuloso and windex and i get it man sometimes it's just convenient than than looking up alternative measures but Mm -hmm. if it wasn't for her i'd definitely still be on that tip but i I, that was kind of my point of the story earlier is like i wanted to be what you're doing is like not be an influencer i don't care like i'm gonna do it anyways like yeah you can hop on it if you want if not life goes on Mm-hmm. But it's just like it makes me trip out, like how many people want to do better. It's not like the desire isn't there, but actually taking the steps, you know, and doing a little bit of research for yourself and going mm-hmm. the extra step. Yeah, it, it seems lost on people, and you know, kudos to you, man, for doing that. And, and again, healthy water, Gabe, on Instagram, and. Uh, yeah, man, I'm excited. Thanks, Glad man. to hear about your your journey and your uh, your mental health recovery and all that. And I hope I hope the best for you, brother. Thank you, you too, Heck man. Yeah. With that, we'll do a part two pretty soon. Let's do a part two. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. All right.